Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 16th of May. Today we get another peek at the state of the US consumer with US retail sales data. This report is for April and so in theory it covers some of the volatility of the banking system. The reality is that the aftermath of the failure of Silicon Valley Bank is not likely to have a particularly strong impact at this stage. Any tightening of credit conditions to consumers will be felt when consumers apply to extend their credit card limits, not when they still have unused credit card limits to spend. As a result, day-to-day borrowing on credit card can continue even after a tightening of credit standards. Moreover, the US middle-income consumers, who have the real influence over data like retail sales, still have savings tucked away and are less likely to be affected by the tightening of credit standards, at least as far as day-to-day spending is concerned. The day-to-day is nominal, so the profit-led inflation will be adding to these numbers and the volume of sales is likely to be weakening. There's also U.S. industrial production data today. The U.S. does still matter in terms of production, but globally it matters more as a consumer. Meanwhile, in China's China, today's data dump for April was generally weak. There are issues of comparison here because in April of last year there were COVID shutdowns, but industrial production was generally quite poor. Retail sales were not as good as had been expected, although there was a bias towards service sector spending. Restaurant spending was one of the better parts of the report, for instance. This domestic demand weakness perhaps explains why the government was so keen to urge export strength at the end of the first quarter. By encouraging strong reported export numbers, GDP was given a boost in the face of softening domestic demand. The pattern that seems to be established is that China's reopening is encouraging urban service sector spending, but good spending and investment is not as strong. That suggests that the economic growth in China is likely to be parochial in nature. The more service sector focused the spending, the less the spillover to the rest of the world. UK labour market data showed a small increase in unemployment and a smaller than expected increase in average earnings. In real terms, of course, pay keeps on falling. This should mitigate in the coming months, however, as inflation moderates. There's been an increase in political pressure on profit-led inflation in recent days. Quite by coincidence, some companies have discovered that prices can go down as well as up. It's presumably nothing at all to do with the spotlight of publicity that price discounting has come just at the moment when competitive practices are being called into question. Germany is governing the ZEW business sentiment poll on a day with industrial production from both the US and China and with concerns about the state of German manufacturing. There may be some interest in sentiment, although this isn't a survey of people actually doing things in the economy although, given the misleading information that's obtained from surveying people in the economy, that may not be a bad thing. The US debt ceiling farce continues, with the standard moves being danced. US Treasury Secretary Yellen muttering dark warnings about the whole thing yesterday.
That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.